let us discuss the 24th nakshatra of Patabhisha. 100 physicians. The nakshatra ruled by Rahu. Yes, we are doing comparative studies between I Ching and Jin Keys. This is Rahu, the third of the Rahu ruled nakshatras. So Rahu, first of all, has the theme, all these nakshatras of Rahu, starting from Ardra, going to Swati and coming towards Shatbisha, have the thing of endless hunger, as characterized by Rahu himself. And you will find that all these Rahu rule nakshatras have the highest exaltation in the Mokshapada, going into Pisces. They all go into Pisces. From Gemini to Pisces, from Libra to Pisces, now Aquarius to Pisces. What does this mean? What is it telling us? Let us see the basic energy first and then we'll come to hexagram comparison. Yeah. What are their life themes? Secrecy. They are highly secretive people. People born especially with ascendant in Shatvisha. Introverted. They love being alone, but they are not kind of lonely people. It's Aquarius, so it's always got to do with the collective. They are very fast. They love speed. They are pervasive people. It's an etheric nakshatra ruled by Varuna. They have a healing power of a hundred physicians, especially if it is with Ashwini also present there, because Bodhapra is ruled by horses. There is some healing power in the horse. Yeah. Raven symbolifies the brilliance of Shatpisha. But why healing power of hundred physicians? Probably because it's twelfth from the twelfth house and sixth from the sixth house, eleventh house, right? Very mysterious and ruled by Rahu, core of it. Because the Kamapada has Aquarius going into Aquarius. This is the highest form of Aquarius, of Rahu. Okay, be that as it may. They are suspicious by nature. They have got a power of healing the masses. 11th house, right? Very high creativity in being alone. Not lonely, being alone. Like writers. They can be optimistic in Padawan, going into Sagittarius, practical and hardworking, organized, going into Capricorn in the second Pada. They are maverick, visionary, unconventional in the highest form. Aquarius going into Aquarius. And they can be unconventionally creative, imaginative and compulsive in fourth Pada because it's going into the twelfth sign of Pisces. Life lesson, finally, the master of abstract uses connections to make things tangible. Rahu in the most abstract form is in Shatvisha. That's the master of abstract. Varuna, the god of cosmic waters, is using connections to make things tangible. Because it is everywhere, because it is very etheric, it needs connections to make things tangible. Now you can put this in context of masses, 11th house, all about masses, healing power of 100 physicians, healing the masses. Think this line, okay, think along these lines. Then we'll get a better picture of what's going on here. Now let's see the hexagram. So hexagram number one, Kian, the creative. Kian represents the creative force and the power of manifestation. 
Varshat Pisha, it is suggestive that you can use your mastery of abstraction to create tangible outcomes. Shatabich has challenges to use abstraction. It can get quite lost in the darkness of Rahu. This hexagram advises tapping into your creative potential to bring your ideas into reality. Hexagram 31 Kian Influence Xi'an signifies the concept of influence and leadership can be very powerful for Shatabisha considering 11th house. Aquarius, wherever Aquarius is in your chart. Aligning with this, it emphasizes the power of unique insights to influence and shape tangible outcomes. This advises using your influence to wisely manifest your vision. Quite visionary, Shatabisha. Hexagram 33, Retreat. Dun, the Retreat represents the idea of withdrawal. <coughs> In the context of this particular nakshatra, it may suggest that you need to go into isolation, into the abstract realm, to gain clarity of what you are trying to accomplish before manifesting your ideas tangibly. This hexagram advises taking time for introspection and planning. Hexagram 46, Sheng pushing upward. Sheng signifies the concept of pushing upward and making progress. Aligning with this nakshatra, it suggests you need to push forward with determination to bring your abstract ideas into tangible form. This hexagram advises perseverance in your endeavors, pushing. Hexagram 64, VG, before completion. This suggests a stage before completion, a need for final adjustments. Go through the draft copy once again. In the context of Satvisha, I suggest you may need to refine your ideas before manifesting them tangibly. Give it a second glance. Read it once again. This hexagram advises paying attention to details. Hexagram 55, Feng, Abundance. In the context of Satvisha, it suggests that harnessing the power of your abstract thinking, you can manifest abundance in tangible ways. So abstract thinking is not really a weak point, Satvisha. It's a strong point, but you've got to learn how to use it. In that abstraction, you have to make connections. Think about this. Let us see the gene keys now. Gene key number one, gift of creativity. In the context of Shatbisha, it is suggestive to use creatively manifestation abilities that they have, convert their abstract ideas into tangible forms using imagination and vision. Something that Shatabisha has, but unless they learn how to harness it, it's really useless. To bridge the gap between abstract and tangible form, that's the challenge, isn't it, for Shatabisha. Gene key number five, the gift of timelessness, involves transcending limitations. This gene key can assist individuals in transforming limitations of linear thinking allowing them to tap into timeless realm of quantum connections.
entanglement kind of thing where abstract ideas can be made tangible gene key number 15 the gift of magnetism involves the power to attract and influence this gene key is useful for shatabhisha to attract resources and connections needed to manifest their abstract ideas into tangible reality 11th house isn't it you need the masses you need the right people in the masses not everybody in the masses smart fellow or a woman most of them are idiots gene key number 25 the gift of acceptance involves embracing oneself and others as they are this gene key is suggestive to use and accept the abstract nature of your ideas Shatbisha, while recognizing the need to ground them in tangible forms unless you're doing that it's pretty useless gene key number 27 the gift of preservation involves protecting what is essential finding out that essential stuff first this gene key helps in preserving the essence of your abstract ideas as you work them to make them tangible ensuring that the core vision remains intact gene key number 28 the gift of immortality immortality in this context is leaving a legacy isn't it this is suggestive that you use create a legacy for yourself of tangible accomplishments from your well of abstract ideas how's that ensuring your contributions endure over time gene key number 37 gift of equality <clears throat> in this context it is asking you to approach manifestation of your ideas with a sense of equality all things being equal in creation both the abstract and the tangible gene key number 61 gift of leadership involves taking responsibility for guiding and inspiring others 11th house Shatbisha is all about others by the way so you must lead the way in bridging the gap so that other people can take advantage of your tangible connections next one we shall do Purva Bhadrapada we are constantly going into abstract we are still in Aquarius going from Pur in Purva Bhadrapada into Pisces meanwhile take care be safe